They're all saving one, or most of them, most of the Hampshire fielders are saving one. Somerset need one run. It's Edwards to Hildreth. He's there and bowls Hildreth, and he gets the run away through the onside, and Somerset have won. They've won the Royal London One Day Cup. Good evening, welcome along to Always Look on the Bright Side Live. We are going to take a look back at an eventful day three of the Bob Willis Trophy Final. Uh, Essex started their second innings, the very first ball of the day, making their way serenely to lunch at 79 for one. Nick Brown, the man out, caught by Craig Overton off Lewis Gregory. And then a barren afternoon session. Essex making their way to 196 for one. Alistair Cook completing a century. And then after tea, it was definitely the session of the Ciderman, taking five for 75, including two for 14 with a new ball, including Alistair Cook for a sublime 172 to leave the game on a knife edge at 271 for six. And that makes them, what, 30 in arrears for that all-important first innings lead, which will give them the Bob Willis Trophy if the game is drawn. I am absolutely exhausted after watching that today. An emotional roller coaster, guys. How did you go? Yeah, Steve, Steve it was emotional. And um, Cook, I mean, Cook obviously was was brilliant. Um, yeah, he showed all his experience. It's one of those classic Cook innings where anything slightly on his pads, he just whipped away. Anything outside off stump, he well, initially anything outside of stump, he left. Later into the day, he was getting more confident with his driving, and it just felt like wherever we bowled, you know, there was nothing we could do um, to get him out. And the short balls away, he was putting away. Um, and in the end, he had to slip, but that was probably partly out of tiredness more than anything. But the thing is, obviously, if you take out Cook's innings, the rest of the Essex batsmen haven't done much. So that gives me a bit of hope going into tomorrow that hopefully we can get those four wickets quite quickly. And hopefully... Um, you know they would need 31 I think to overtake us so yeah, it's touch and go as to whether we'll be able to get the first innings lead but I think you know even if we don't get the first innings lead um, you know it still could be a good game going into the last couple of days and we'll still have a chance yeah I felt that... we're saying again aren't we we're saying again aren't we tomorrow's the big day because yesterday we said tomorrow's the big day <laughs> I, I do think the first hour tomorrow is absolutely crucial yeah, the pitch really seemed to flatten out today. It was almost mm. like we were chatting before, Steve. Essex definitely had the best of the, uh, had the best of the conditions, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a nice day to bowl today. Anyone who's played cricket at any level knows if you're trying to bowl medium pace or above in the wind, it's no fun. And if you're trying to spin it, it's not a lot of fun either. And that wind seemed to be really gusty because Lewis and Craig lost their run from the nursery end it seemed to be quite a few times so they need to build another layer on the stands all the way around i think so that to protect them all from the weather yeah jack leach as well it's no fun bowling finger spin if you've got uh, if you've got freezing cold hands i guess they would have had the hand warmers on in in the slips in their pockets trying to trying to keep them warm um nothing worse than trying to catch a cricket ball flying at you at uh, at 80 miles an hour with cold hands so but jack leach did take a little while to get into uh, a rhythm didn't he my man and craig did it didn't he my man Craig did it, that catch to get Cook, cold hands, end of the day, looking into the sun and coming out of shadow. That was that was some catch. Um, and I also love the fact he was fielding its short second slip with a lead on for quite a, a few overs in the, this evening session as well. I just love it. Absolutely love him. Yeah, that was a, that's a feature of this pitch, isn't it? There's a few that didn't carry on um, all the way on the fall to Steve Davis. 
Um, there was a Nick first ball of the day, wasn't there? Craig Overton, Nick Brown, edge one, second slip, didn't carry. Mm. A few others didn't carry in our innings as well. If this pitch is going to be a feather bed and it doesn't look like it's going to get any worse, do we think a draw is the likely result? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, pressure can do funny things, can't it? You know, it, it really depends. If Essex have got the first innings lead, they'll just drop anchor, whatever we set them. Um, if we were able to scrape the first innings lead, then it's one of those, you try and bat to tea tomorrow and then see what you can set in the last session. Uh, so this is great, isn't it? The five days is really coming into play and there's so many permutations. This is where I'd hate to be a coach because, I mean, Jason Kerr will be sitting there with about 40 sheets of paper today trying to plan every scenario and work out what's going to happen. But, again, I'm I'm just so proud and so full of admiration for them today. We were saying before we started recording, their heads didn't drop. They kept going, you know, even though all of our heads were dropping and we were all getting a bit cheesed off with it, I think. Um, they didn't. And the minute they got the sniff and the Toms took that wicket after tea, they were back, weren't they? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah they were. I can't really fault Somerset today at all, like, I think we bowled as well as we have done all season, mainly. Uh, we maybe looked a bit ragged a little bit in Cook and Wesley's partnership. I think we bowled as well as we have all season. And we fielded well. I don't think there was any mistakes really in the field. You know, we, we plugged away and eventually we got our rewards. I'm so glad we persevered and didn't, you know, didn't didn't lose lose faith. Um, yeah, so I think all results are possible now, I think. I think it's so difficult to predict the next few days. Except for the fact, I, except for the fact that I think it will be very nervous and torturous, probably for both sets of fans. Because I just... It just feels like such a tight match, and I think it's just going to stay like that. Both these teams are so good; they're going to keep going at each other, and it's two more. You know, I just anticipate the next two days will be tight, and I, I can't, I just can't see this match drifting off into a win, either side or a draw or anything like that. It's going to stay really close. I um, I watched the BBC stream today, but I went for a walk, which is what I normally do when we need a wicket. And it worked at Northampton a treat because they took. Or I took seven wickets on my walk in that <laughs> after the concession of Northampton. Um, and the Essex commentator was saying how psychologically important it is for Essex that Cook stays there and saying that they've been fragile all season when he's not, which which points to what you were saying last night, Dan, about the, the averages of the rest. Yeah. But, yeah great. Um, in the second innings, getting Cook early could be the real key thing. Like if we get Cook early in the second innings, we could be in. Yeah. And so... You know, I didn't. I don't know what Phoebe was doing there with that shot that he got out to. Mm. What did he make eight? And he seemed like he was trying to set four fifty or something. And then Steve's talking about Dan Lawrence for those who missed last night's podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think listen that was, to that it back. A, then you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that was a good bit of bowling from Gregor. I thought he just it just got onto him a little bit uh, uh, a little bit quicker than it. Uh, he thought it was top edge to pull to perfectly place Tom Lamanby at, at sort of a deepish square leg and uh, didn't have to move to take the catch. One thing I I did think about Alistair Cook is I think we bowled a little bit too much around the wicket at him and not enough over the wicket. Because um, I think where we've seen Cook have technical issues in the past, it's where he's his head's just fallen over to the offside when he's he's trying to play that leg glance and he's a candidate. Uh, for LBW, and I just think coming over the wicket, we would have um, we would have brought bold LBW and caught in the cordon into play 
with the same line, if you like. I think going around the wicket, if we were trying to attack the stumps, we were getting a bit too straight work it, and he was working us through the leg side. And I think if we were trying to challenge mm -hmm. the outside edge, we just got it a little bit too wide. I don't think I've ever seen Alistair Cook play the cover drive that much in a, in a single innings, um, which is kind of an indication of, yeah, we were bowling a bit a bit too wide at him. So maybe something to, to bear in mind second innings. Uh, but other than that, I thought we uh, we bowled really well and we stuck at it really well. Like Dan said, there were a few ragged deliveries. Um, possibly the, the standout ragged delivery yeah. with the, of the day was the uh, the full toss that Jack Leach served up to Cook when he was uh, that took him to a hundred. I think he was on ninety eight or ninety nine at the time. Um, but the standout bowler of the day, wickets wise, was uh, Lewis Gregory, um, four for fifty eight from his uh, his twenty overs, uh, including two in two in that little session after tea. Um, plus the crucial wicket of Alistair Cook with that second new ball. How do we make, uh, or what do we make of Lewis today? Well, I think I think he put obviously pulled himself above Josh in Tom Abel's rankings because he got the second new ball. I think that was a bit harsh on Josh because he had one poor over in the, early in the afternoon, didn't he? And that seemed to sap his confidence a bit. But I thought Lewis was on it the whole time. And you know when Lewis is bowling well because the Yorker starts working. And he, that last over the day he bowled, he had two or three almost perfect Yorkers that weren't quite right. That's his killer ball, both in white ball and red ball. So I'm just really, really pleased to see Lewis back. As I said, I was worried about his um, back again and maybe he was carrying a bit of an injury, but I didn't sense any of that today. He was really running in. I did notice it, and if you saw right near the end, he took some tablets. So whether Might that was that. just a bit of a headache or something, but yeah. you can't fault him. He deserves a five for, and he's certainly been been up there with Cook as the, the best bowler so far. But Craig was so unlucky, especially early mm. on. Oh you know, he's yeah. turning into one of those bowlers who just beats the edge all the time, isn't he? And he could have had Cook caught in the gully early with the one that mm, yeah. went over his head. Just went over as well, so. side, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was uh, was Jack Brooks okay? Because he he's only bowled nine overs today. Um, and I noticed Don Best was on the field for a lot of the time. Was he? He must have had a niggle to only only bowl nine mm. overs in the day. Well, he, he was on. To... I wondered that, but I'm sure I saw Brooks. You know, I saw Brooks in the afternoon session and in the evening session. So I'm not sure if, when when Best was on. I don't think it was always for Brooks. Um, and I'm sure Brooks. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Brooks has got an injury and he can't bowl, but obviously, maybe can feel. Because I just, I just see him in the field, so I'm not sure what's gone on there. Because he had one of those times, times where the ball followed him, didn't he? It, every time you looked up, he seemed to be chasing, mm -hmm. pulling back a two or something. So he's he's had something all season, though, hasn't yeah. he? That he's he's been on and off. Yeah, there wasn't anything on uh, on social media or uh, or the comment. The commentators didn't uh, didn't mention that he, you know, they could see him. Uh, being treated by the physio on the boundary edge or anything like that. So, yeah, maybe he has just got a slight tweak somewhere and they thought, well, we won't risk him this afternoon and um, we'll uh, we'll have him back for uh, for the second innings or tomorrow, in fact. Right. I was just thinking, actually, if yeah. Essex get a narrow first innings lead, it takes the pressure off us a little bit because we know we have to win the game and we can maybe play with a little bit more freedom. Does that sound like mm. a theory? Yeah, I suppose or... so. Yeah. That could be how it goes. Yeah, you just never know in these situations because if we're playing for a... Well, if we get the first innings lead, the key is to not just bat for a draw. The key is to bat normally. 
And if we don't have the first things leave, we just run about normally. That's that's the ideal. You know, either way, we're just going to run about normally. But it's just you know, five day cricket, four day cricket is about mindset and temperament. And if these little sort of things enter your head, like well, you know, I might be a bit more, you know, I should try and not play as many shots because we're going for a draw. You know, that can be fatal in the end. So either way, we've just got to try and bat normally. And obviously, this pitch hasn't got too many demons in it, has it? So, um, we, you know, we we should be able to score lots of runs on it as long as we just you know if they just play their natural game um yeah so either way hopefully they'll they'll know what they're doing it's one of those things that if if you if you kind of batting aimlessly as you say without any purpose that's when you just kind of lose focus i mean alistair cook will obviously be able to to do that but the uh, the rest of them maybe not especially batting on that last day if the pitch has deteriorated a bit and we've got jack leach uh, Jack Leach working his magic, but again, I think you would conversely you would bat better if you needed to win the game and you had a score to chase. So, uh, whatever the result of the uh, <clears throat> whatever the uh, however many Essex end up getting in their first innings, I think we're in for uh, in for a good uh, next two days cricket, Steve. I think if if your theory's right, paradoxically, it might be better to concede the first innings lead, and that sounds really Irish. But if we have a small first innings lead. And we go into our second inning saying, well, if we bat to lunch on the final day, that might not suit us. I might be being really unfair, but it's, it, it's fascinating. There are so many permutations here, aren't there? Yeah. Um, it's it's that that's the, the joy that the five, four or five day cricket for me. It's not formulaic. And what approach do you adapt? As I said, Jason Kerr is going to have about 40 different scenarios to plan. Um, who knows who knows i just i just think essex will be will be a bit down this evening the psychology of it somerset will be a bit up because they're they're back in a game that they look dead and buried at tea time in and essex will be going cook's got 172 and we still haven't put these away what you know almost what do we have to do so so yeah 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 first class cricket is a wonderful game you you kind of you kind of lose count of the games that you sort of watched like today where one team is on top for two sessions and completely on top as well utterly dominant 196 for one at t you think you know i'm sure most somerset fans were unconsolable during that tea break and then all of a sudden tom lambert we get a bit of luck with that um uh tom lambert leg stump half volley that uh, uh that abe's took at mid-wicket lewis goes bang bang then two with a new ball and then we've taken five wickets after t and all of a sudden it's game on again yeah with 30 runs ahead it reminded me of the game i think it was last season at taunton midsummer against knots where i think it was libby and nash were took them to about 190 odd 200 for one i haven't looked it up so apologies but it was they looked like they were batting us out of the game and we were batting again with half an hour to go to the close having taken like nine for 40 or something now I know knots weren't great last year, and Essex are a heck of a lot better than knots. But that's the the thing, isn't it? It's the psychology and the mood swings that are often as important at this level. Yeah, the Hampshire game at, at home as well. Okay, that was in reverse. I think we we were batting ridiculously well, and we lost about five for uh, yeah. ten in the last yeah. twenty minutes we or something. We got four hundred on the first one, day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, that was um, yeah because I, I took my lad to that one and. Uh, I'd, um, we left early because he needed to go home for bed. Bless him. He was only four or five at the time last year, and uh, I just had the wick- walking from uh, the ground to the um, the Canal Street car park. Uh, I think my phone buzzed about four or five times with wicket alerts, and yeah. I was just going, "Oh God, yes. what are we doing?" 
Well, I'm hoping I get four or five or four wicket alerts fairly early in the morning. Not that I need them because I'll be glued to the live stream. Um, are we going to say crucial first hour again, guys? I think today I've been, now tonight I'm going to say crucial first hour tomorrow. Yeah, because that's the first thing to lead. It takes the rest of the game, really, doesn't it? So, and I know we, despite obviously, I know you said earlier there might be psychologically better to get you know be to be behind, but I think we'd all still prefer you know logically yeah. we yeah, prefer. Yeah. Have Personally, lead, wouldn't we? So, Absolutely. yeah, massive. And obviously, they've got Night Watchman in still in Porter. If we can get him early, um, you know, that gives us a bit of confidence. Um, obviously, Harmer can bat, he, he's a good player. Um, uh, but then beyond that, Beard and Cook, I'm not sure can bat particularly. So, well, you know, it, I think that's the favorites to get the first things lead, but um, you know, we've got a chance if we get an early wicket, quick, you know, first over or two. Beard first class average of sixteen. Yeah, we've still got a very new ball. And Cook yeah. first class average of seven. So um one fifty for Aaron Beard, I think. So yeah, um yeah, like I say, we should um hopefully, yeah, nip those two out. Not too much of a of a deficit. We want to lead, obviously. You reckon that's about right, Steve? Agreed. Agreed. I I, I just hope if we can get two in the first two or three overs and, and actually have a, a lead of 20 odd that would be so huge from 197 for one. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And Psychologically I think, as well know, for Essex's yeah, point of view they, they, would, they would be absolutely distraught from like say from 190 odd for one to not get to 300. It would absolutely they'd just be distraught and then from that position of we're going to get a first innings lead. Brilliant. All we need to do is draw the game. It's a flat pitch. We're totally in control to, oh, shit, we'll be on the eight ball here. What are we going to do? Mm. Um, yeah. And it gives us confidence in the second innings because, you know, a few, a few yeah. hours ago, we were worried like, oh, my God, we cannot take any wickets. You know, we're rubbish at bowling. You know, that sort of thing is going through their mind. But if we can get them for a lead, like we'll go into the second innings. If we've got a good lead ourselves in the second innings, we'll be going and thinking, yes, we can do this. But obviously, key is to get Cook early. But if we can do that, then we are well, well in the game. That's obviously a long way ahead. Yeah. So, But even if even if we have the scenario where Essex are batting on the last day needing to bat out because they led on first innings, there will be that belief on their side or memory on their side that we went bang, bang, bang mm. in the first inning. So, you know, and that, that can make batsman play more tentatively goes back and, mm. oh, okay wesley batted nicely but i didn't see anything from any of the others that left me thinking my goodness they're, they're yeah. a strong batting side mm, exactly it goes back to that psychological thing doesn't it if you're just batting out for a draw it is very difficult you've got to have a special kind of temperament to do it and i think only alistair cook mm. has uh has got it for them Right. And he's used up his runs for the game, Ian. So we're he definitely okay. has. He's going to be a bit tired. Bless him. He's, he's 35, 36 now. And he's bat, he's batted all day. So that's going. To, he's going to he's going to tie, be tied out. He'll need a rest. Um, and he'll going to flash it a wide one, nick off, and that'll be it for us to cook. Oh, it's got to stop making these predictions because they never come true. And the fact that the complete opposite of it always comes true. So I'm not going to say anything more, gents. Fancy company as always. Um, we'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, uh, about half past six uh, for another one of these but uh, for the fourth day uh, come on Somerset let's have a day that's a little less uh, nerve-wracking uh, and emotionally rollercoastery uh, but for uh, Dan and Steve I'm Ian Shepherd. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll catch you tomorrow night cold day in, in the field and 196 for one at T. things were looking as bleak as, as the weather but a great fight back in that last session 
Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't an easy day. Um, I mean, the, the wind was made things very tough, and, and like you say, it was very cold. So, um, yeah, they obviously got themselves into a fantastic position, and um, we had to fight back, and, and that's exactly what we did. We've managed to put ourselves in, in a position where um, if we can go a quick couple of wickets in the morning, we're in, in, in a really good position. Um, and as simple as that, we've got we to be dry um, and hopefully pick up a quick couple of poles. And the difference between the two sides today, one man, Alistair Cook. Yeah, he was. He showed his class, didn't he? Um, I think what's the, the rest of the team scored 100 runs, I think. So, um, yeah, absolutely. It was a fantastic innings. It was, it was a pain to bowl at at times. And, um, yeah, he, he just showed his class. And, and like we said, hopefully we can. he's out now and hopefully we can go bang-bang in the morning and, and get him early in the second innings. You got him in the end, thanks to a really spectacularly good catch by Craig Oates. Yeah, it was. Um, there was a little bit in the wicket all day. It was, it was quite slow, and then as soon as the ball got old, it, it became a lot easier to bat on. So, yeah, it was nice that second new ball to, to to find the edge and, and see one carry. And it was, yeah, like you say, it was a great catch from Craig. And how important do you think first innings lead is going to be in in the context of this game and obviously the, the whole Bob Willis Trophy outcome? Yeah, I think there's there's obviously a lot of time left in the game. So, um, yeah, obviously we're we're trying to keep them to as, as little score as possible and um, if we can get them out around our score and it turn it into a one innings game I, I feel like it's it's going to be a really interesting last couple of days and um, hopefully we can do that tomorrow like I've said it's, it's about getting a couple of early wickets tomorrow morning and, and then we look to bat big and, and bat for as long as we can Anything in the, in the pitch for Jack Leach to work with? Uh, there wasn't a huge amount no um, I don't think Harmer spun many either so at the moment there's, there's not a huge amount for the spinners um, so this, he's, he did a fantastic job for, for us today, um, just toured away and, and went at two, two and a half and over and controlled things really nicely and, and hopefully, like we said, we can get a score, that, um, hopefully going into day five, um, the wicket will assist him a little bit. And looking at the game overall, who's ahead at the moment? Uh, I think it's, it's fairly evenly, evenly matched, I, f- I think they're probably slightly ahead, but again that can change very quickly with a couple of early wickets tomorrow. So. Um, yeah, it's it's really in the balance, and um, like I said, uh, the first hour tomorrow will will probably um, be the key.